thank you for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Hey everyone, it's your girl Crystal. What's up everybody, it's Tanisha. And welcome back to another episode of She Laughs. Yes. It's been a couple of weeks, y'all, and it's our second episode back. T, how you feeling? Feeling good. Same. <laughs> 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 Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed, man. Like like my my grandmother said or used to say, I can't complain, but why? Yeah, true. Yeah. Why? True. I am good at the end of the day. So yeah, same over here. Nothing's really changed. Uh, living and loving, loving and living. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is, and that is what it is. So there you have it. There's our check-in, y'all. It was quick and easy because life is just good. Um, T, what's your quotable? Do you have one? I do have one, and it is by the great apostle Ryan Lestrange. Great he is. Yes, he is. He is awesome. Uh, If you guys don't follow him, I suggest that you do. Um, I think he's just um, goes by Ryan Lestrange on Instagram, but it's something he posted um, a few weeks ago. And it says when a couple loves God radically, they love each other fully. Mm. Um, I love that quote because (laughs) it really shows, first off, that's how God has created marriage to be. But it shows that you both individually really need to be focused on your relationship with Christ. And through that, it brings you together. It makes your union strong. It helps to solidify the foundation of your union. So I I love that quote by him. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love anything, basically, that Brian Lestrange puts up. So (laughs) it's usually in my stories. Yes. Hashtag follow me. <laughs> um, so this this one, this is my quotable, and I don't know who this is for. It definitely was for me as well. Um, but by the way, you still owe Columbia House for those 30 cassettes you got for one cent in 1985. They coming after you, bruh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get those. I definitely that's how I got. So it wasn't cassettes by the time I got on with Columbia House. Right. It was CDs. It was CDs, yes. And I can't find my Black Street. <laughs> I can't find my All That CD. <laughs> um, but I definitely, I definitely indulged, and those were under my name. And I, Mama, if you're listening, I don't know why you allowed me at 12 years old. At 12? <laughs> 12 and 10. I think to be 12. ordering music. Um, yeah, Because no. it's only a cent. Nah. No, bro. You better read that fine print. <laughs> and I think I did it twice. Mm. But for the life of me, I can't find none of them CDs, y'all. But yeah. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my quotable. So, you know, hey, you still owe them, peoples. They ain't never going to get my coins, but maybe they'll get yours. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, but by now, that's that's done. It's, that's been more than seven years. <laughs> Stop telling people my age. No, it, it's, it's definitely been more than that. It's more than seven years. <laughs> Well, I am going to hop into the topic for today. And, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about there is a standard because there is. 
But now I kind of want us to shift the conversation because after you realize there's a baseline, right? <sighs> there's higher level thinking. Yes. There's a higher there level. There's more. There's always more. And you're going to always realize that there is another layer to this thing. Okay. To this walk, to this, to this life that you are called to. And so, um, in listening to this episode, I hope you don't think that we're trying to say by any means that we're extremely mature in our walk. I am learning something new every single day. Right. Um, I'm definitely learning something new in my word every single day. Uh, shoot, I'll be honest when I finally learned, what is it about hermeneutics? I just put a whole nother thing on there. And I was like, Lord, I already thought I was behind. And then you go and tell me that there's such a thing as hermeneutics. And this is written in the Greek and this is written in the Hebrew and translations and context. And so when we say the Bible is a living word and it's always speaking because you could study it for your whole life and there still be new revelations. Absolutely. Absolutely. New context, new things to discover. Um, but higher level thinking, um, spiritual maturity and stuff. Uh, so here's the thing. Once you realize you are called and not only are you called, but you accept that walk. Um, baseline is, you know, I'm, I'm new to Christianity. I done walked in. I've accepted him as my Lord and savior. And typically as a baby Christian, we are, yearning for milk that's with any baby right you can't eat solid foods and stuff and so sometimes foolishly and um, by foolishly i'm not talking about any of y'all i'm talking about me because i even thought this as well back in the day <laughs> okay growing up and i grew up in the church that as a christian ain't nothing bad supposed to happen to me no because I, I i i'm on the lord's side whose yeah. side are you on i'm on the lord's side not, but here's what we what we didn't say that was unspoken not only am i on the lord's side i'm on the right side right that's what we say i'm, I'm on, on the, the right winning side. i'm on the winning side i'm, I'm on, on the, the winning side. team i'm on the side of morality Ooh. <laughs> all of those self-righteous self-righteous and arrogant my god <laughs> words okay so nothing bad should happen to me and honestly this isn't just in christianity even in Ju- judaism yes and everything when if you go back and look at their culture they felt like if somebody was born blind then either they did something or their parents or their something. parents had did something so it's a whole concept around if I say I am a Christian and a follower of Christ and I believe in the one and only true God, then nothing should harm me. And that is false. I mean, it it is so false. I, it can't be no falser. And I know that is not a word, <laughs> but that's just how false it is. Like you, you are lying to yourself. Yes. Out of your own mind, because nowhere in scripture does it say that. Not named. matter of fact, the symbol that we like to wear on our little necklaces and and will tattoo on our bodies yeah. and even on the rosary is the cross, which is a symbol of pain and suffering. The Bible literally says to take up your own cross. I mean, it's right there in front of your face. 
the pain is it, not hidden. It ain't fabricated. You wear it on your necklace. <laughs> so you out here living a life thinking that all good things are will come my way. Blessings. And that the doors are just supposed to open up. All the time. And and here's the thing. And I recently was having a conversation with a close friend of mine. Um, and, well, let me not say close friend. She going to hear this. It was with my sister. <laughs> hey, Marty. And uh, we were just talking about different things. And so um, one of the things that came up is basically if all of these doors are coming up to shut in your face, what is God trying to tell you? Right. And stuff. Is God trying to tell you this is a no? And I said, that's a good question. Um, because when you get to be spiritually mature, you start to realize that every closed door, even if there's a multitude of closed door, doesn't mean that God is trying to say no. Right. It doesn't even mean that he's trying to say not yet. You have to discern and lean on the Holy Spirit to ask what is God trying to say with this one? Right. Because right. not each situation is the same. Sometimes God is like, that ain't me. And it was Jackie who brought this up. Sometimes God is saying, that's a false stop. And I'm telling you to, to go through the stoplight. I'm telling you to knock that door down. I'm telling you to knock it down. Like I, like I told the children to walk around the wall of Jericho. Yes. Because that wall should have stopped them and yes. deterred them. And God is saying, all I want you to do is walk around it. And then I just want you to yell at it. Go through the red light. And so I think oftentimes as Christians, when something gets to be too difficult. Yeah. Or it be, seems too hard or it causes us to have too much work. Then we just automatically assume, well, then God doesn't want that for me. Yes. And God is saying, I, I didn't say that. In fact. Here's how I know. Sometimes he allows the enemy to put stuff in your path. Yes, he will. Y'all y'all act like that doesn't happen and then read the book called Job. Yes. And then say, but if it was for me, God would just give it to me. God literally allowed this man to be tested and his whole family died. I don't. Entire family. Entire family. So explain to me again. How do we think as Christians that life is supposed to just be peaches and cream? Yes, because I'm on the right side. If anything, that is a very much so religious mindset. Yes, ma'am. I was I was gonna say that it's it's a it's a religious mindset to have to to think that everything is gonna be good. And that doesn't mean we're saying everything is going to be hard either. No. So I don't want you to assume, well, why would I want to know God if it means that that's not what we're saying? We're saying, number one, it, you definitely have to lean on Holy Spirit to help and advise you because he is your helper. Mm -hmm. And then two, you have to be honest and and know that obstacles don't always mean no. Yeah. Obstacles can be what they were meant to do, which is to distract you yes. from going forward, to discourage you from pushing on. And then word that wouldn't even tell you about pushing forward <laughs> if it meant it was going to be easy. Not at all. You know how many times the scriptures say to be of good courage? A lot. 
Yes. It wouldn't have to encourage you so much if it was going to always be easy and handed to you. Yep. And then even in situations where pain is inflicted, do you know how much contact you can get with Christ through pain? Yeah. Because he says, cast all your cares. He is so connected with you in those painful moments and seasons. Yep. He really is. He is so much of a great father that he wants to be right there with you and for you. You just have to be willing to look for him, to reach your arm out to him in those moments. So, yes, it is very religious thinking to assume I'm on the right side. So all good things will happen. No, that's that's fairy tale. Also, while we on this subject, and Lord, you just brought this here. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out here so y'all can just, yeah, be mad at me now. <clears throat> For y'all that say, I don't deal with no demons. <laughs> I don't fool with no witches. Oh, Lord. I don't have none of that stuff around me. Y'all done got to start. I don't interact with them type of people. Mm-mm-mm. How then did you expect to cast a demon out? Oh, they don't want to do that part. I, I, I just want to know. And, and you around them. Ain't no, there is no shade here. Again, Crystal started this out by saying, hey, yeah, we aren't the most mature, but I'm going to give us a pat on the back because, or, or at least myself, I'm not the most, but I know that I am. Yes. I have sown in tears to get this spiritual maturity. Yes. So what I'm not going to do Exactly. Like I am not mature. I am. Now, here is the yes. thing. Spiritual maturity doesn't mean you are. I mean, not having spiritual maturity doesn't mean you're not a Christian. Correct. Doesn't mean you're not going to heaven. Okay. Correct. It just dictates the type of life you are living on earth. Yes. Come on. Now. That's literally all it means. Because God said, he literally said, signs and wonders shall follow those. Yes. So you can have a life of miracles. You can have a life of, like we said, casting out demons. You can have that life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All under his name and authority. Yes. So that's up to you. <laughs> but what you can't also do in the same breath is talk about how much, <laughs> how holy and righteous you are, but you're scared to come in contact with a black cat. I'm just saying. Jesus. I'm just saying. Jesus. Because here's the thing. Y'all y'all was like, I don't fool with no witches. I don't do none of this. Da, 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 da. But Paul and Silas were walking. And that spirit was walking Alongside of a witch. Alongside of a witch. The witch was, was following them. Yep. Because that's what they tend to do. Yes. I don't understand why y'all don't. Hyping them up. When did y'all read y'all's Bible? Did you read it? <laughs> and, and no shade. Because there was times that I realized I was like, oh, you ain't supposed to be around those types of people. But if you have the authority and you really say that you are submitted and that he is the ruler of your life and he has given me authority, then that means that you have authority over the ones that are demons. They're, they're, yes. they're really like pawns. Yes. They cannot do anything necessarily to hurt you unless they have permission. Yes, and the, that permission is not satanic permission. No. They, they can to, they have to go to God first. Yes, or an open door in your life. Right. 
Yes, I was gonna say that. <laughs> they had an to open have door open somewhere door. in your life or in your lineage. Yes, where they feel like they have staken a claim over your bloodline and have a right and have a there. right to be there. Even then, through repentance and calling down the authority of Christ, you can cast those things out. Mm-hmm. But again, it's 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 on you. Yes. What what t- do, do you want it? I mean, it's there. It's accessible. Do you want it? Because you can have it. You can have it. But I just I want you to get in this as as you get through. Hey, there's a standard now on my life. OK. And and, and I'm going to be honest. It's going to take you a while to get your sea legs with you, that standard. That's why I said okay? I, I I'm not turning down this this maturity no. because Mm-mm. it's been tested and tried and, and tried. Proven. And here's here's the thing, y'all, about going back to that standard and coming up higher. Um, when we say tested and tried, especially as a baby Christian, now you should not be eating just on milk. Yes, your entire Christianity life. Not saying that you can't. You can. Once again, that just t- dictates to a life that you could have here on Earth. Right. Um, but at some point, you gotta eat on mi- on meat and stuff. So you gotta come up. Um. Lord, where where was I going with that? Jesus, my mind. Yeah, and then so go. I can interject real quick until you catch your thought. Um, that whole milk and meat um discussion. I'll break it down a little bit for you. Here is a milk situation. You don't get no word in you, no worship in you, no praise in you till you get to church on Sunday. Yeah, that's milk. You are constantly draining your pastor, your preacher, your apostle. Pray for your me, bishop. pray for me, pray for me. You are draining me. him because you don't put anything in you Monday through Saturday. That is milk. Meat is realizing Sunday service, Sunday encounter, Sunday morning should be affirmation and confirmation to what God has been speaking through you. Monday through Saturday, because you sought him through those days. Yes. As well as, and I'm big on this, a whole bunch of carrying on through praise and worship. That yes. tells me you have not sought any private time with him. Yep. Yep. Of praise and worship throughout the week. Yep. That is a difference between milk and meat. And meat. So do you think you got to stop that? I did. Okay. So um, here's also going into understanding spiritual maturity and what we also need to be letting people who are new in the faith know, because we need to be mentoring them accurately. Right. And a lot of times when you're coming new into the faith, you're going to be attacked the most. Yes. Yes. And, and the yes. reason for this is it's not just attack on one side. God is also tearing down mindsets. Yes. He is also tearing down things that you have built up in your flesh, whether it be your own career or your train of thinking or the way you do things. Some of your friendships, all of that is going to die. He has to. Why? Because now I have to build it up. Right. The correct way which means I have to tear down all of this. So a lot of times it's not just the enemy. Sometimes God is going to come into your life and say, I got to do away with all of this. Now, here's the thing. I will choose to either give it back to you. Yep. Or I may give you something else. 
but this is training ground. And so that's how we lose a lot of new Christians and new members because here us in this spiritual maturity or people who should be spiritual mature. I'm about to say should be. Because just because they've been in the church for 24 years don't mean that they spiritually mature. My God, they just are. because they the mother of the church don't mean that they spiritually mature. Because some of y'all have those titles out of tradition and long standing of being in the church rather than your actual relationship with Christ. They go that legalism again. Okay. All right. All right. Did, I that legalism again. Did y'all hear me? I'm sorry. Not really, though. So therefore, you have to be discerning. Once again, Lord, who should be a spiritual father or spiritual mother to me or a spiritual mentor yeah. to me? Yeah. Or who should I take on as a spiritual mentee? Yes. To train them up so we're not losing so many members as soon as they come in because you're giving them a false sense of, oh, you're on the right side now. Everything in your life is going to go fine. You, you got to stop lying to these people. There's always going to be a test before a testimony. Yes, Lord. And we live by the word of our testimony. Yes. That's word. Yes. So if scripture is telling you that you will live by that, mm -hmm. what makes you think there will be no test? Yes. Yes. So therefore, there you have it. That's all I got. T, what's your final thoughts? I really want Christians to stop forfeiting Jesus, come on now. what God is trying to give them because it's difficult you have to stop allowing the distractions to knock you off focus and realize that if God is allowing it that means I'm covered Yes. that means he already has set it out to work out for my good because he is a God that demands all glory so you being his child, why would he set you up to fail? How does that glorify him? How does that represent him? How does that bring other people to him? Yeah. Now, when I say you won't fail, it doesn't mean that there will be instances in your life where there may be failures. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is your life will not be a failure. There you go. There may be some battles you lose, but the war has already been won. Yes. Notice I said been won. So the question is, do you trust God through all things? Please don't let cowardice make you forfeit the power that he's giving you. The authority you have in his name to cast things out you know we live in the I'm manifesting <laughs> everybody wants y'all love that word. word my god you use it so much I don't even like saying it anymore but it, it's, 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 it's a Christian principle as well it is very much so a Christian principle but y'all have diluted it and made it so worldly but even in that even to manifest something means you're willing to put up the fight yeah so please stop forfeiting there's so much that he wants to give you so much he wants to give you so please mature please grow yeah. 
And please know in that maturity comes so much benefit. Yes. Which was my final thoughts. Just push through. You got to be willing to push through, y'all. She's she's spoken everything that I wanted to say, so I have I have none. So thank you again for tuning in. Yes. Until next time, T, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Facebook at Tanisha Williams and on Instagram, she is Tanisha J. And guys, y'all can find me on Facebook, um, my Facebook page, I am Crystal Charmaine, or you can go to IG at I am Crystal Charmaine. And coming in October, the long-awaited book, uh, The Waiting Room, will be out. Um, And you can actually purchase it. You'll be able to purchase it from Amazon, or you can go to my website, www.iamcrystalcharmaine.com. In case you ain't realized what my name is. Yes. I'll say it again. Also, we have merch coming. Yes. So you guys will be able to sport some t-shirts. Yes, some of our quotables. and such. Yes, some of our quotables are on there. Yes. I'm so excited about that. So we will definitely be letting you guys know. So keep following us on social media, on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. And you guys also connect with us on YouTube. We are um, working on some things there to get our page up and running on YouTube. So go ahead and like and subscribe there as well. Yes. Until next time, just remember, there is a standard. You got to come up. We out. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Laughs podcast, be sure to subscribe on most major streaming platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel led to donate, please send donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions as well. We'd love to hear from you. As always, stay blessed.